this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California, filling in for the great Sir Richard Wentworth, this is Phil Svitek announcing tonight's AfterBuzz TV Smash After Show. Tonight's hosts are Kendrick Havisel and Sarah Mendoza. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can dial 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's AfterBuzz TV Smash. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Great. You're getting intro. really good at that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to. Do I do I get a call back? Uh, uh, we have find to deliberate. Out at the end of this yeah. after show. <laughs> <laughs> There's some tasks. To, yeah. Welcome to Smash, episode two, called The Callbacks, and that's exactly what it was. But before we get into that, we'll take care of some business. Uh, We're sitting in for Tamara Berg, who's uh, not here this week, but she'll be back next week. And also Michelle, who's gone on to um, handle The Voice, which is another NBC hit. NBC, right, Phil? Correct. NBC hit. (laughs) So, um, but joining us, we have the lovely Sarah Mendoza. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's it's good to be here. I saw the first episode last week, and I was like, oh my gosh, you I need to, to jump on that. Yes, <laughs> and you did, and we welcome you. Yeah, Thank you. Totally. Otherwise, I would be sitting in here talking <laughs> by myself. Maybe and to I'd Phil. be watching you from home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> saying I got to jump on that. But um, aside from that, um, I guess we'll just get into the show. I mean, we know what the big topic was this, this week. I think, yeah, but both you and I were just kind of sitting there at the end of show with our jaws dropped. Yes. Like, did that just happen? I still, I just picked it up off of the floor. <laughs> it, it was totally what I didn't, ex- I totally didn't expect that ending. Yes. And I know, I mean, well, we, we know what we're talking about, the elephant in the room. <laughs> Ivy, um, do you want to announce it? <laughs> I, uh, thank you for the honor. Um, no, yeah. So for those of you who might have missed it, um, we actually found out tonight um, who landed the role of Marilyn Monroe? Yes. And it was Ivy. It yes. was Megan Hilty's uh, character who actually. Got the role. <laughs> yeah. 
so big news there. And we're going to get in a little bit more detail. We'll get um, into it yeah, later. In, I'm still in getting over it. Me too. And, <laughs> you know, she kind of got it by scandalous means. Yes. Um, but we'll get dun, into dun, that dun, dun. So later. So we'll talk about that in a bit. But I think we'll just start off with kind of getting into the character development. I know last week you saw our, our podcast. We kind of talked about um, different characters and where we thought they were in their mind and just um, how we thought they would evolve and what you know our right. predictions were for the season. And I think we saw a little glimpse of that in uh, this episode. So um, I guess we'll just start with Julia and Frank, the married couple. What, what did we think about them this time? Well, um, being that it is a new series, um, it's interesting that we're now digging deeper in the background of these characters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, last week we learned about Julia and Frank, right? Yeah. Frank, they're, they're adopting a child. Um, and we went a little bit deeper with that. Um, we find out that, you know, this is something that their son has been wanting yeah. um, for a long time. He's been wanting, you know, like a baby sister. Yeah, that was a little kind of curveball for me. I, I was kind of confused as to why he reacted. So, you know, he was like, you know, no, we've been waiting for this all this time. Yeah. Um, because we did find out that it's going to be a two-year process or longer. Right. Um, which disappointed Julia's character. And um, we found out that Frank, um, his heart just wasn't in it, at least in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Well, he was, now he's sort of rethinking it, you know, knowing that it is going to be a longer process that they had initially anticipated. He's Mm -hmm. saying like, you know, I'm going to be 65 by the time um, (laughs) she graduates from high school. school. Do we really want to still do this? Um, And upon hearing that, of course, the son who's been waiting for this moment for so long, you know, um, he's already (laughs) upset about the initial wait. Now he's learning it might not even happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was very emotional about it. We saw that in this episode. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It was just, I think that that part threw me off because the writing was so, um, you know, it it just, it was kind of too explanatory. Like, we didn't really hear much from him in the first episode and for him to kind of, you know, have the picket signs out and and (laughs) to to explain his opinion. This time it was a little odd, but... I mean, it, it it explained it. It got it uh, got us to where we needed to be. So my question is, what do you think the reason is that they just don't, you know, um, have a you know instead of adopting, have a baby uh, now together? Maybe she can't have. And kids? if so, I, I wonder why. Like, if it, is it a health complication or you know what yeah. happened in their past that they can't you know have a baby together? Yeah, I feel like they didn't explain that in the first episode. I don't think. Right. So yeah. you know, hopefully we'll go. And, a little bit more, or they'll go a little bit more into that yeah. in the coming episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was just interesting seeing their family dynamic and learning more about those characters in this episode. Yeah, and it all came full circle because towards the end, um, they kind of resolved those feelings. Um, he, I, I mean, it was understandable. He felt that everyone else had projects they were working on in the meantime, and he felt that he was just waiting for this adoption to happen. So that projection of two years was kind of 
you know, unthinkable for him. So he was trying to find something to grasp onto. He was like, I'm going to go back and teach. Um, and uh, it turned out at the end of this, well, at the end of the episode that he really still wants this child, but he just needed to kind of express that he needs something else in his life as well. Right. Right. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to. Should we go on to Ellis, the assistant? Yeah, I like him. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's kind of the you know the nice guy. I feel like there's something we still haven't seen yet with him. Do you, Do you think that you know Tom hopes that he's gay? Yeah. Do you he think does. that he's gay? What's your guess on that? We talked about this last week, and Tamara, <laughs> if you're watching, <laughs> I mean, they were saying he was. I wasn't sure. I I. I don't know. I, I don't really go around kind of gauging those things. But, right. um, I mean, we'll see as time goes on. It, he was funny in that he kind of kept reminding them that the Maryland Project was his idea. I thought that was cute. Right. It was kind of. <laughs> and um, other than that, I mean, uh, that's his role. But isn't th- that crazy that sometimes that's how, you know, amazing musicals or even television shows and movies are like born it's just from like this small idea that somehow you know it escapes someone's mouth at one point during a conversation and then it turns into something awesome like a musical like this Maryland musical that they're putting together this intern yes uh you know he just says a little side comment like oh Marilyn Monroe would make a great musical yeah And (laughs) and then there they are running with it right and he was even <laughs> fired and rehired, so that was interesting, too. But that's because Tom has a crush on him. Right. And, <laughs> but they work. also were trying to keep him in his position. They were like, well, you know, an idea and a fleeting thought, two different things. Right. And who knows <laughs> know what will happen if they do really fire him. Like, he might, yeah. I don't know if he has grounds to sue. To like, sue. hey, that was my idea. You can't, yeah. I'm going to be making money from this or something, right. you know? Yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> we'll to, that'll be one of our predictions. <laughs> Um, and then who did who else did oh Eileen and Jerry Mm, I don't like him yeah something about him the soon to be divorced couple well power couple we saw in this in this episode like was that his girl his new girl that he's dating the young yes he's like what like a 60 year old man just divorcing his wife now he treats her you know he's a you know, a, a D bag, <laughs> and then you know we find out that he's actually dating this like twenty-something-year-old. It was interesting because Eileen actually said, "No, no, we've met before," and you were like, "Wait, wait," and yeah. I was like, "She must have caught them together in yeah. the past," but or she just looks like all of his other right friends. <laughs> Sorry. Friends. Yes. Keep Friends it PG. Friends <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So who else did we want to... Um, you know, for for the smaller characters, that you know, those are the ones that stood out, for, you know, yeah, for the this smaller episode. characters this episode. Yeah. The big thing for this episode, I guess we can move on to our next topic. Yeah. Is, this um, is the one we wanted to... <laughs> this is the meat and potatoes of this yeah. episode. We'll do like Karen a... Karen and Ivy. Yeah, Karen and Ivy. And we kind of held off on sharing this earlier. Yes. Um, you still haven't told me who, <laughs> who you're going pick. for. There's, there's so much, you know, some people are... It's like a Team Jacob and Edward thing from Twilight now. There's Team Karen team and, Karen team, and Ivy. team Ivy. I saw it all over Twitter. Like, 
they're po- people are posting, you know, all the outlets oh. are saying, are you team Karen? Are you team Oh, really? Ivy? Already? I know what team I'm on. I know I what wondering. team I'm on, too. <laughs> and I don't, actually, now's a good time, before we get into that, to say um, those who are team Ivy. Um, I know last week we kind of briefly addressed um, the characters and where they're from. And we know that Megan Hilty, who plays Ivy, um, is actually, she's a Broadway actress. She's um, amazing. She's been in Wicked right. and some other uh, big productions. And so, you know, we see why she's a great choice for this this show and for that character because right. she plays the, you know, the It's, uh, it's her life. Yes, exactly. It's her life. I was watching some of her U- her videos on YouTube from when she was playing Glinda in Wicked. Oh. She's absolutely amazing. Did she play in the Wicked that played here or just in New um, York? You know, I think it might have been New York. Okay. Um, but... She's absolutely amazing. And I noticed, you know, she did it differently than Kristen Chenoweth did it mm-hmm. with Wicked. She kind of made it her own. Okay. And still, it was it was fabulous. I wish yeah. I could have seen her yeah. live on stage. Yeah, she seems like a great actress. And it was nice that they played the two against each other because Catherine McPhee in real life is pretty green in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the character that she plays. Right. Which leads us to... To announce who we're, which teams we're on, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're sitting across from each other. Yeah. I mean, I love both girls, but yeah. I've chosen a team. Okay. What's your team? Okay. I'm, I'm totally Team Ivy. Okay. I thought so. What about you? I'm Team Karen. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're on opposing effect. sides here. Yes. No sound effect for that? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know why. Phil's not in there. <laughs> That's okay. Thanks, Wait. Ronnie. Wow, wow. What are you trying to say? You want a sound effect? I'm just finishing up uh, The Voice, and then now I'm diving into what you guys are saying on Smash. Uh, so mm-hmm. just forgive me, but I'm going to follow with what's going on. And yeah, ooh. it's a great show, though, right? I'll, wow. yeah, I'll give you, do you want an ooh right now? Say something ooh worthy. Well, How about that? We just did. You, you missed the moment. <laughs> As I said, we were doing The Voice and now we're doing Smash, as we do a lot of different shows here at After Buzz. But no. you guys are doing great. This show, um, I've watched most of episode one and I'm actually dying to see episode two. Oh, good. Is it, it, does it have a really good pace? I mean, are you guys enjoying oh, it? Is gosh. it a it hit? Yes. So it's good. a smash, Ronnie. It's a smash hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's really good. Um, we're getting into it. We're, we actually have picked our teams uh, she's Team Ivy, I'm Team Karen, and yeah. we're going to get into why, so you, you go ahead. <laughs> is why? that something that's on Twitter? Is it like uh, becoming a... It, you, it's you, becoming it is. A rivalry. We, were, we were just talking about that. It's sort of like the whole Twilight phenomenon, the Team Jacob versus yeah. Team Edward thing. Um, yeah. People are asking the question, <laughs> are you on Team Ivy or are you on Team Karen? Right. Which one is Catherine McPhee? Karen. Oh, that's, my that's her girl. Okay, <laughs> why do you choose her over the uh, the other girl? The other girl's a real Broadway star, correct? Yeah, and yes. and we like we said, it's nothing personal. It's just it's all about the characters. Yeah. Um, I just there's something about Catherine Karen. <laughs> I almost said Catherine. Uh, Karen's character that I like um, in that she is green. In that Marilyn Monroe, you know the the, the timeline that she's playing matches her timeline. She's green now, but I think. As the show goes on, she'll develop her confidence. I think she'll play a more authentic um, Marilyn. Whereas I feel like Team Ivy, I, feel, <laughs> I mean, it's good that she's obsessed with the character. It sounds like she was, you know, in character even when she was backstage talking to Tom. Um, but there's just something, there's just something. It's like a je ne sais quoi about Karen's character. 
Right. Take that. Well, here, here's <laughs> my here. thing. <laughs> yeah. um, Ivy, um, the character Ivy, has been Karen mm-hmm. for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Just waiting, you know, like waiting for her big break. Do we have the violence? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No? Okay. The violence for Ivy because she deserves, you know, to finally get her big her big break. That's okay. that. <laughs> And, Sorry. you know, it's obvious that she's very passionate. They both are. Both yeah. of the young women are passionate. Yeah. But I think if you are green, like Karen, you know, you de- do need to season up, you know, maybe be in, in an ensemble or two before, you know, you're the leading lady. Because yeah. you need more experience. Like, in the beginning of the episode, Karen couldn't even dance. And it was amazing. <laughs> she surprised us in the end. Yeah, that was a great When she um, performed, she was, yeah. she was amazing. She totally transformed. Yeah. Um, but just with um, Ivy... You know, the past 10 years of her life were, was dedicated to, you know, finally being the star. And she seasoned herself and studied. She knew she knows everything about Marilyn's life. I just feel like she deserves it at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's debatable. <laughs> I mean, the, the most interesting thing about this show or, you know, that whole what you said, deserving to be the star. Unfortunately, in entertainment, deserving and putting in the dedication and hard work is not always what's going all, to. Right. It is actually Subjective. talent and luck and a little bit. And I think Smash is going to be that show that right. allows you to kind of see the struggles that people go through. Because right. a lot of people I talked to, they were like, oh, I don't really watch Broadway. Broadway is not my thing. So I'm maybe not going to follow smash but of what i saw it's not just the broadway thing that's just one element you know well yeah and that's the funny thing i've read articles that said the same thing they're not going to gain the the crowd that doesn't follow broadway but i mean i i've seen broadway plays but i'm not you know i'm not the expert on all broadway plays but i'm enjoying it i think it's just another escape to watch this show I, i enjoy it it's fun it has the drama it has a little bit of comedy and you know in ellis (laughs) <laughs> we love Ellis. Well, I was I was watching um, an interview online that Meg, um Hilty did, mm-hmm. and she was saying um, the reason why the show is going to speak to a wider audience than just you know Broadway buffs is you know it's like the same cases you know the show ER. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in the medical profession to enjoy to enjoy that show. Mm-hmm. Really, what it's about is the struggle, the relationships, the story arcs that are presented in the show, and you know. We have that yeah. in Smash. Yeah, and I think the other thing people might like, um, there was something I was reading, and it's here, uh, that <laughs> each episode is going to have one original song because it's actually um, the playwright uh, actually created all of these songs, created this Marilyn kind of like, I guess, a fictitious um, show for this show, for Smash. Right. So it's it's actually something that you know, veteran Broadway watchers or followers can't sing along with necessarily because it's original, you know, songs. So we don't feel left out. I think I was reading that it was actually, they actually have two original songs in each episode, which is incredible. This is one, but... Oh, well, one or two, like, it's it's just crazy that every week, you know, they've created a new song. Yeah. And the thing about these songs is it's not just like a random, you know song that they throw onto the episode yeah these songs are actually like par- not only is it you know dr- does it drive the musical plot forward mm-hmm. but it also kind of parallels 
um, the characters, right. Ivy mm-hmm. and Karen. Yeah, exactly. The songs that they're singing are exactly what they're going through yeah. in the process. Yeah. As far as uh, music, how different is this? I know it's a completely different show than Glee, but initially it did get the comparisons. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I saw on episode one, it's a, a lot of the, you know, the music is a little more vintage. You know, Glee does the brand new stuff yeah. and they remake it. I really, I'm not a Glee fan, so it's probably <laughs> not good for me to talk bad about Glee because I don't actually like the show as much as I seem to like this. Can you guys speak on the difference in the sound of the music between the two different shows? Right. I well, I've said this in the first podcast. I don't. I don't watch Glee. I, I've heard about you know the different shows and show tunes that they. I'm a total perform. Gleek, so Are I, you a I can. I can kind of speak on this. I think that Glee and uh, this this show Smash they're entirely different beasts. Mm-hmm. Glee is more of the you know it's. It's meant for a younger demographic. It's very, uh, how should I say it? It's like quirky. Yeah. Um, it's for a younger audience. It's very corny. You know, I, <laughs> I love it. I love the corniness and the quirkiness. Um, but the songs in that in that um, series, a lot of them are not really meant to drive the plot forward like like Smash does. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just performance pieces because they are a show choir. Yeah, it's you know, just insert it's here. A, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's about the Glee is about a show choir that competes. So sometimes they'll just do covers just because it's you know it's a it's a cool song right mm-hmm. now and they want to do a cool mashup or whatever. Yeah. Whereas with this show Smash, I really appreciate, like I said a little bit ago, that these songs. Um, it actually speaks to the characters yeah. and to what and to what they're actually dealing with. They're more within the narrative. Show. It's it's more yeah, of a, it's more yeah. Narr- it's more like a musical than Glee is. If I could uh, <laughs> refer back to my Time magazine article, um, <laughs> it actually said that Smash feels like an attempt to do Glee for adults, age appropriate escapism. That's what the uh, James P because I can't say his last name. Um, <laughs> that's what he wrote. Um, so that's interesting that you said uh, that about the age. Yeah, and, age I, and I disagree with that statement. Um, I don't know if you agree with it, but I don't. Watch I think Glee, it's but in, like this is an entirely different thing. This is Smash is more about the struggle. It's about dreams. It's about two young women. Yeah, they both have a dream, and they're you know they're. You're, they're trying their best. Yeah. Whereas um, with Glee, it's more of the whole like high school challenges. Yeah. Um, that not teen really. Angst and yeah, everything. the teen. Yeah. Angst. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is different. Yeah. They're they're definitely different shows. Do you guys feel like this is going to give other networks? Because you know when you get one little trend, you know Glee's got a lot of music. Now Smash has theirs. Will ABC possibly you know join in on this? I mean, is this show that good? And will it stick around to the point that? We start seeing other networks get involved and jumping on this as well? Well, I think that Glee opened up that avenue for Smash. If it wasn't for Glee, we wouldn't have a Smash, I think. Yeah, and I think they agree with that. I think I've heard Deborah Messing or somebody had agreed with that that statement, that it opened the doors, but it's not a carbon copy. So maybe we'll see, you know... A, a mix of the two on on CBS or some I, other station. We'll see, right. like I don't know, Star Wars. I think musical, we will see some, like, more, but I just hope they're not people just trying to imitate and they're all yeah. misses. Like yeah. the thing about Glee is they were the originals. Can't touch yeah. the originals, yeah. right? And then <laughs> Smash. It re- like they've got these big, you know, Tony award winning 
people working on the show mm-hmm. who have done, you know, hairspray in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And they have experience in this genre. That's why it's so good. Yeah. Plus they've got amazing actors um, in it. So I'm hoping that people don't kind of just try and imitate and it's just and like it's just bootleg version you know? right, right. Like, like don't do it for the sake of doing it like right. uh, CW because if CW would do it they've got great shows but they'd probably put vampires on it and it right. would be a whole different beast altogether yeah we don't want that right. not and, at all and well, that's how I feel about 3D movies this is slightly off topic but you know like it seems like you know, they're just making movies 3D just to make them 3D. Like and it, it 4D do- now. Right, and yeah. it does nothing for me. Right. <laughs> well, let, let's get into Karen and Ivy and their first meeting. What did you think of that? That was It was a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Because was that pre or post shenanigans? I can't remember now. <laughs> uh, that was pre-shenanigans, okay. I think. Well, so it was still a little awkward because they were still vying right. for, the, for the part. And um, Derek still had that kind of tension between right himself and Ivy and then well, also what, with Karen. What's interesting is that they're both so diff they're so different from each other. Yeah. They're both very talented young women. Mm-hmm. And you you want them both to get the part. Like it's almost like you don't want to have to choose. Yeah. Because there's something great about each one of them. But and, I, oh, and then when you see them come together, it's just so was, apparent the difference it, in in levels, right? Yeah, in, in their level, like experience. Because even what did Ivy say to Karen when she met her? Oh, that's a cute scarf. Like you right. know, like oh, I pat her so on the cute. head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a little uncomfortable. But she was so you know genuinely nice, Karen, Team Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that she she was like, oh, thanks, my mom bought this for me. You know, and then she was let out and the door was slammed in her face just because they were. For me, it's almost like you're seeing the different sides of Marilyn Monroe in different yeah. in different women because actually I was reading a little bit about Marilyn a few days ago and she had immense stage fright mm-hmm. and she was you know Karen Cartwright yeah um, um, but then when she's on stage she becomes um, Ivy you know yeah. so you're seeing the two sides of her in separate women mm-hmm. um, both I don't know I don't know <laughs> it's, actually- it's hard to it's Pick. interesting that they said uh, they keep bringing up Scarlett Johansson <laughs> as, you know, he keeps saying, well, we could always call Scarlett in. <laughs> and she actually, I've heard her say she has uh, st- stage, stage fright. fright. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, all of this means something. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot Ooh. of performers, I, you know, I don't know if Middle America or whatever is knowledgeable of this, but a lot of performers, you know, you hear like Janet Jackson, she says, uh, uh, you know, scared, you know, outside of being on stage, performers enjoy, you know, being on stage. So that's kind of cool that they do talk about it. So people could know, yeah, Marilyn Monroe, she may have been great, but she's also very, very shy, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Beyonce, you could go on and on. Sasha Fierce, like they, they create these characters uh, for the stage. Right. I'm not sure that Karen had that necessarily. Well, in this episode, we kind of saw both sides from both women because, um, you know, in that one performance, Karen transformed and she took on the more, you know, confident mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, or um, when they were walking, we heard Ivy was talking to her friend, whoever, I don't know his name. Uh, yeah. And she was saying, you know, who am I kidding? Like, I'm nervous. Like, yeah. she was, at first she was being confident. Yeah. And then she confesses, like, you know, who am I kidding? I'm, I'm so nervous right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. It showed the human side of her. Right. She was kind of like a, a robot. But I, I feel like Karen's confidence is Karen's confidence. I don't feel like she's 
putting herself in Marilyn's shoes to be Marilyn mm-hmm. for some reason. I feel like it's her interpretation of Marilyn. And that shows in how she shows up to callbacks and auditions. She's kind of plain Jane. She doesn't you know, dress up. Right. She just kind of she shows is who she is. Yeah, her own self, whereas bells and whistles on your team um <laughs> trying to get <laughs> put on the whole you know right all the stops <laughs> exactly so i don't know i'm still figuring all that out but i, I am team karen well, so. well okay <laughs> no, go, go ahead i was just gonna say that's what i that's a part of what i like so much about ivy is she's completely committed right you know from but karen is too <laughs> she's, she is committed in her own way with her little cute scarf <laughs> she's she's just like this is me take me or leave me but I can still do the job Right. she doesn't need all the mm-hmm. anyways so should we get into our our, our next topic <laughs> I wanted to say something else but we know what it is um, Derek, versus Derek Derek and Ivy Right. we should call it shenanigans Smashing. Oh, <laughs> see? Derek and Ivy Where's smashing Phil? on Smash. <laughs> Where's Phil? What do you want? Cute? I mean, no, no, you got to bring it, though. I'm going to make you bring it. <laughs> You're not it. hearing the punchlines. I'm, I'm hearing them, but, you know, you got to bring it a little bit. you my jokes? That, that They're great funny. jokes, but I don't want to, you know what it is? I don't want to cover you guys up uh, with, with the great, you know, it's a, you guys are doing a good recap, so I don't want to cover it up with a sound effect that doesn't match. Can you give me that one? This guy trying to save himself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> trying to save himself. Thanks, Ron. It's all about you guys, you know? <laughs> Please bring Phil back. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. No, we love him. <laughs> oh, there. Now he has. <laughs> exactly. Every AfterBuzz fan didn't like that comment. Uh, How about they're that? They're all calling in, Joking. right? Joking. <laughs> all right. Go back to you do- doing your thing. Yes. Okay. Derek. So Ivy and Derek smashed in this episode. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and no pun intended. The thing was early on in the episode, and, and I know you kind of I don't know if you want to admit that you kind of read about the episode or you, you caught something and you right. knew what was going to happen and so you were protecting ca- the integrity of it by not telling me <laughs> thank you because I didn't want to know but I, I noticed early on um, in the episode there was some kind of exchange it was uncomfortable between Ivy and Derek mm-hmm. where I was like wait did something happen that I missed is it going mm-hmm. to happen and you were like oh I want to tell you but yeah <laughs> and, now, and now I know what I was, happened uh, yeah I was so angry when I came across there was an article that kind of spoiled it for me that yeah. that mentioned that that Derek and Ivy hooked up Smash. and then Ivy got the part yeah so I knew that from the get-go um but um what I wanted to say about that was... <laughs> You're still Team Ivy? <laughs> I'm still Team Ivy. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. Who's taking advantage of who? Is Ivy yeah. taking advantage of Derek and trying to get in there and that's how she got a role? Or is Derek taking advantage of Ivy? You know, this maybe she's naive and she thinks that this could be a real love that's, you know, budding. But he's mm-hmm. just like, oh, this young girl wants the part. I'm, right. I'm going to you know, get it from her. <laughs> I so happen I to have a casting couch. <laughs> Yeah, well, because he, I think it goes both ways. I think they're using each other. And mm-hmm. it all started with him trying to take the clip out of the hair. I was like, oh, gosh, here it goes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she got caught up in the moment and, and you know, didn't kind of premeditate. She, I don't right. think it was premeditated where she's thinking, oh, I'm going to use him. That's what I was thinking. I feel like he kind of seduced her 
And right. now she's like, well, I should just go along well, with this. Well, I agree with you on this one. Oh, okay. Because. Applause. <laughs> applause. We'll do it ourselves. I'm going to okay. have my own sound effect machine next time. I'm bringing it in. I'm going to check eBay. Ah, yeah, yeah. You're doing fine. You don't need no clapping for validation. Okay. <laughs> You're Kendra, you know? Phil knows. Aye. Okay, I'm just kidding. She loves Ronnie. her applause. Maybe. maybe no, <laughs> well, because we. we Thank you. No, because we were saying we agree, so no, that's yeah. good. Um, <laughs> and the reason why I do agree is because Derek is was also, you know, trying to get it from Karen. Yeah. He's just trying to get it from everybody. Which <laughs> this all leads to Exhibit B, um, that we should all be on Team Karen. She didn't give it up, that she had respect for herself. She didn't give it up last episode. Um, and... I think that's going to play in her favor, as we saw kind of a sneak peek of the next mm-hmm. episodes. I think Ivy may be the girl now, but I think she's going to fall. Oh, I should leave that for predictions. <laughs> but I was so passionate about well, <laughs> that I'm, point that I... I'm sticking to the belief, though, that Ivy isn't really doing it to use Derek. I really think she might be that naive. Oh, falling for him? Just that naive, like caught up in the moment, you know, it's a very, for her, it's probably such an emotional time. She wants this part so bad. And, you know, she probably admires this director Mm -hmm. who's established in the industry that she wants to break into. Yeah. And here he is giving her googly eyes and touching her hair and like, you know, for her, it's like, oh, one can only hope that he's falling for me, (laughs) you know, and he, you know. Okay. But, But Karen was strong and she didn't fall for that. Well, Karen has a boo. She has a boyfriend. Well, that too. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness for Dev. We like Dev. Yeah, he, you know he's a really he's a really he's a good, good boyfriend. Yes, <laughs> and he yeah he demonstrated it this episode when she was he's late for the so dinner. Supportive. She yeah. missed the dinner. He was he was obviously angry, but he still gave her his mm-hmm. hand. You know, he's still a gentleman, which was nice to see. And um, and then the support after she found right. out she didn't get the... And what was really cute from the first episode is when her dad was like, you're not an actress, you're a waitress. Yeah. He defended her. He's like, yeah. no, she's, she's, not an, she's not a waitress, she's an, an actress. actress. Yeah. <laughs> we love Dev. Tamara loves Dev. Tamara, <laughs> she's here next week, we'll talk more about Dev. Um, <laughs> so I guess that... I guess, was that all we, we had on those two? We obviously don't agree on most things but <laughs> <laughs> that's okay <laughs> yeah that's what makes the uh, we'll see who uh you know comes out the right exactly we have a whole season ahead of us <laughs> but um i but guess that was an interesting question that you brought up what if it does switch in later episodes that's what i'm saying because even like in hollywood you can always something can always happen the, you can always lose the, your part yeah to, the main one becomes the understudies all this drama well and that's what i had said to you but you don't I don't know if you don't remember it or if I was dreaming but everyone (laughs) else saw it Uh, you know they were showing episodes and they were trying to act like there were you know tons of callbacks that they each had to go to so I was shocked Mm -hmm. to hear that they were announcing who got the role this time right well a little inside scoop um, Uma Thurman um, she's actually going to be coming on to a few of the episodes mm. and later episodes. Well, that'll be our news and gossip. Okay. Yeah. I have some more okay, I'll, news I'll on that. I'll hush too. on that for now. Yeah, let, let's pay some bills and then uh, we'll get into <laughs> our news and gossip. Ronnie? After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. 
a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. All right, let's get into some news and gossip here. Um, something that we like to do at AfterBuzz is always to um, check what the ratings are. So I have the uh, the debut episode, last week's episode, came in at 11.5 million uh, viewers. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. I thought that was the number for our viewers tonight. <laughs> Today, right? Yes, we're still counting them. They're counting in the we're doing back. Good. They're counting them on paper. And uh, so they had a 3.8 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic. Um, and they said the new show had the largest rating of any 10 o'clock p.m. drama this season. Amazing. Oh, Ronnie. That is good news. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing they said, um, they said that Entertainment Weekly uh, reported that the ratings fell off by the second half hour, which. Mm. I don't know if people were just... Maybe something else was on. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe they just, like, fell asleep. Ooh. It is kind of late. They fell asleep on the off button. <laughs> but I think I think people... I mean, there, there were mixed tweets I saw. You know, some people love it. Some people are not um, so into it. But I, I think it's definitely a hit so far. And right. um, I think we I, I love that you're bringing the ratings because the big question for so many people is... You know, obviously the network put a lot of campaign money, you know, Super Bowl and all that for this show. Is it basically, you know, stepping through that door? Do you guys think that 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 money for advertising does work for this show in the favor of this show? It works. I mean, to bring out, I think it was another NBC show, Whitney, right? She's on NBC. Advertising works because... I saw all the billboards. I was like, who is this girl? And, and you know, I knew about it just because of the advertising before even mm-hmm. hearing about it on the streets. And and so I think for Smash, it's been they've been doing a really good job. I've seen it everywhere, and I was curious about it because well, they, of that. Sorry, they got ahead. a lot of viewers. Obviously, the, that number is extremely high. It's just that yeah. Smash is just going to have to keep doing its job and keep people coming back. And that's the thing. It's yeah. the same thing with the box office. The first weekend is always pretty high because people, right. you know, you haven't heard word They're of mouth curious. yet. Is it good? Is it bad? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'll, I'll report back next week with the rating and the ratings and see how this week went right um in other news and gossip um i have a picture phil knows i have a picture um <laughs> we have some news that <laughs> we'll get that right up for you kendra okay keep thank going you. okay the former all my children cast member 
Thorsten K. I don't know. Did you watch All My Children? No. Rest in peace, All My Children. Um, <laughs> landed a recurring role on NBC's new musical drama, Smash. Um, he will begin the sh- with the show's sixth episode, playing a love interest for Angelica Houston's character. Mm. There he is. Hey, That's some there's competition. the picture. Thank you. She's doing pretty good there. That's some competition for Jerry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry can have his little <laughs> floozy. Um, oh, and then I know you mentioned Gwyneth Paltrow. No, Uma Thurman. I mean, Uma Thurman, sorry. Right, so she actually is going to come onto the show in a future episode. She's gonna. She's playing with the idea of wanting to vie for the part of Marilyn. Oh, really? So th- see? there we might see Shifting a around. competition resurface yes. between the three of them. That's cool. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Nice. I actually, um, this morning, was listening to Ryan Seacrest. Make fun, if you will. Well, oh, no, I, I, I listen to him every day. <laughs> and... Um, uh, Catherine McPhee was actually on, and she was talking about Adele, who mm. just won so many <laughs> Grammy <Yes>. Awards last <laughs> night. Um, and she's going to actually be on the show. Um, she's going to sing a part, and it's going to kind of blend into Catherine's part, oh, wow. which is going to be really cool. Yeah, that she. Awesome. That'll be three or four episodes in. And did you like notice that. all those Smash commercials during the Grammys? Yes, I did. Jeez. <laughs> I was like, wait. I should be watching Smash. Oh, it's on tomorrow. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And sorry, last thing. um, This was just kind of an aside. Um, We were talking about Catherine McPhee last week. I was wondering if it was her first um, acting gig. And is Phil still in there? No. Uh, Not right now, no. Okay. He had mentioned, or they were mentioning a horror film that she was in. Um, I found out that she, in 2008, was in something called... House Bunny, which was a comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also learned that um, she was up for playing the bride in The Hangover, which she didn't get, but mm-hmm. um, but she still laughed at the movie. Uh, so that's just a little bit of trivia for everyone. And I did hear that in House Bunny, like I was reading some reviews on that. They're saying that she's much better now on Smash than she oh. was on House Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You can still go check her out and support her in House Bunny. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's how Yeah, I'm interested evolved. in seeing where she started. Yeah. So. Yeah, we appreciate that. I think that's all we have for news and gossip, right? And then um, for next week... Um, Should we get predictions? Yes. That's what and now, you're <laughs> or is this news and gossip for next week? Prediction. <laughs> I love that intro. So Halloween. <laughs> so next week... Well, we saw that, um, you know, the the relationship between Ivy and Derek continues in yes. the next episode. They become basically boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, shady. We shall see what it's about, but they're basically still hooking up. Yeah. Um, and my you're on predict- their team. It sounds. It sounds like <laughs> people are in the last scene. One of the last scenes of tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. I think they're on to them. And I think oh, yeah. maybe prediction for next episode, um, it comes out, and yeah. they know like maybe somebody confesses to another person that it happened, and then we'll see what drama ensues after yes. that. And that all goes together with what I was predicting before before we got to predictions. I think <laughs> there's going to be some shifting around, and I think Karen's going to become Marilyn. And uh, I mean, hey. May the best woman win. But we'll see. (laughs) No, well, no. I mean, down the line, maybe not next episode, but I think there's going to be some shift. There's going to be a shift. Something's going to because they can't just 
do this the whole the rest mm-hmm. of the season. It, there has to be some kind of. I want to find out if Karen's going to be in the ens- ensemble, or it sounds I think like she for starts now, off, she, yeah. yeah, and then the snippet looked like you know um, Ivy maybe slacks off or or something. She said mm-hmm. she came in the room and was like, "Am I late?" and and Karen's dancing with Derek. Ooh, mm, her boyfriend, I guess. Mm. I mean, Ivy's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find out. And um, do we have any more predictions for for the adoption? For anything else? Mm. No, no. <laughs> guess we, that's our exit. Oh, we're running. We're out of time. We're out of time. But thanks for joining us. And you can always tweet us. Where can they reach you? Uh, Twitter handle is at Sarah Mendoza. S A R A H. M-E-N-D-O-Z-A. And I'm at Kendra Cabasel, K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-B-A-S-E-L-E. Thanks for joining us. For Thanks, Smash. everyone. Good night. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals. Apple Buzz TV, Apple Buzz TV.